Chapter 8, Part 2 of Sin and Its Consequences by Henry Edward Manning. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 8, The Joys of the Resurrection, Part 2. Yet there remains another joy, but it is one of which I can hardly speak, because I can hardly understand. We shall see God. We shall see him as he is. Our eyes shall behold the eternal. We shall see his uncreated nature. We shall see that which our hearts cannot conceive. We shall see him not by the eyes of flesh and blood, nor by the bare intellect of nature, but by the light of glory. The light of glory is from the Holy Ghost, the illumination of the intellect by the power of the Holy Ghost. The soul filled with charity will be elevated by the Holy Ghost to the vision of God and to the union of all its powers and all its affections with the uncreated truth and the uncreated love that is God himself. We shall see him not in his infinity, for the finite mind cannot, but we shall see him fully, just as when we see a spark of fire, we see all fire, though the fire has no limit that we can understand, and as when we see a ray of light, we see the whole nature of light, though that light be boundless, so we shall see God. When we shall see his sanctity, purity, wisdom, goodness, power, justice, mercy, pity, compassion, and all the perfections of God, we shall see God as he is, though not his infinity. And we shall see God the Father in his uncreated essence. We shall see God the Son begotten of the Father. We shall see God the Holy Ghost proceeding from the Father and the Son. We shall see the essence of the glory and of the eternal mutual knowledge of the eternal mutual love of the three co-equal persons in one Godhead. These things surpass both our words and our thoughts, but in the kingdom of the resurrection they shall be manifested to all who enter by that door which is Jesus Christ, by whose light all shall be revealed. Here, then, are the joys of the resurrection. And now, what are the notes? What are the marks of those who are the heirs of that joy? You, as I have said, by your baptism, have been made partakers of the resurrection. By your absolution, you have been loosed from sin and death. You are heirs, therefore, of the joys of faith and of the joys of vision. But as the church itself has its notes, so those that are the true disciples of Jesus Christ have their visible notes, which are certain fruits of the Holy Ghost. And what are they? Number one, the first note, without which they are disciples only in name, is this, the love of God and their neighbor. St. John says, speaking by the Holy Ghost, we know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. 
he that loveth not his brother abideth in death one john chapter three verse fourteen the mark of a soul that has the life of the resurrection in it is the love of god above all things the love of our neighbor as ourselves the love of god above all things is the love of appreciation so that we shall be willing to give up the whole world rather than lose god the love of our neighbor is the warmth of charity sensibly felt by all around us charity begins at home means this that there is no charity in the man who does not first pervade his own home with the love of god and his neighbor and next that love reaches our friends each of them in their own order and after our friends our enemies and all who stand in need of us and they who stand in need of us are the mourners the outcast the sick the tempted the lost the little children who have no helpers and lastly our enemies and those who bear us ill will without a cause if you desire to have a test whereby to know whether you have the life of the resurrection in you see how you bear yourselves to those whom you believe to bear ill will to you they are among your best friends the friends that love you and speak fair and soft things to you are not friends compared to those who look upon you with sharp eyes and speak with cold voices and bear unkind hearts they try what you are they try your patience the spirit of your humility whether you have a crucified will which is the sure mark of the true disciple of jesus christ if you have enemies look to see all that is good in them there is good in them all just as when we look into thick tangled forests there are rays of the sun's light which come down on the leaves and on the earth here and there broken and scattered little it may be but still the sun is there so in the worst of men unless they be reprobate there are still some traces of god look and find them if you have charity you will have eyes to see that sun's light and though you cannot be blind to their sin for you must see it if you have light and discernment from the holy ghost nevertheless in your conduct towards those who are sinful and in your treatment of sinners you will be as if you were blind you will be even as our lord is to you who although he sees every sin in you bears with you with an immutable patience never sharpens his voice never makes a gesture of impatience but seeing that the flax is not yet quenched and the reed not yet broken he bears with you with a divine pity so bear with your enemies and this charity of our hearts will overflow to all the works of god all the creation of god is a mirror in which god's glory pity sweetness and goodness are reflected and all the creatures are as it were a ladder of ascent whereby to go up into the heart of god 
it is through his creatures that he speaks to us we shall love everything that he has made the trees of the forest and the flowers of the field and the dumb creatures they all will be objects of love and kindness because they are loved of their maker and their maker's hand is seen upon them number two charity then is the first mark and the second is liberty that is while we love the creatures of god to be brought into bondage by none of them the great sin of the world is that it worships and loves the creature more than the creator the great sin of us all is creature worship putting creatures in the place of god and this brings us into bondage we lose our liberty the creatures darken our understanding corrupt our hearts bias our will turn us away from the service of god to serve the world with its ambitions and its prides and its honors and its fascinations its covetousness its craving and its servility there is something sad and contemptible in the dependence of men upon the breath of the world the praise of the world the blame of the world if you are men that are risen with christ as the apostle says mind the things that are above not the things on the earth you are dead and your life is hid with christ in god colossians chapter three verse one be not brought into bondage to the world but there is one creature in the world which is the most subtle of all there is one creature which is the most fascinating the most deceitful and which brings men into bondage more than anything else and that creature is self the love of self the love of self is shown in the violent choosing of our will for this or for that without wisdom and without reason setting our hearts upon things until they grow so attached that they grow into them and if they are taken from us we think we are wounded to death as if we had lost a limb then comes sorrow disgust discontent sadness which is a possession of the devil for the sorrow of this world worketh death two corinthians chapter seven verse ten and then we rise in rebellion against god the man of sorrows sorrowed not himself but for us the true and perfect sympathy of the man of sorrows was for others there are only two centers god and ourselves and we must rest on one or on the other if we rest our full weight upon ourselves we are not resting so much as the weight of a feather upon god but simply living in ourselves and for ourselves and we shall suffer suffer in this world continual sorrow crosses and disappointment and if we so die unless keen expiation shall prepare us for the vision of peace we may forfeit the face of god to all eternity once more a lot is meted out to every one of us and god has chosen it we do not choose our own lot 
some few of its details we may have control but we no more choose our entire lot than we determine the country or the century in which we are born it is the providence of god and he ordains what we shall have and shall not have and that lot is given to us to be content with it to be satisfied with it to rejoice in it more than this when we see others happier richer more gifted than we are we ought not only to be content with our own lot but to rejoice for their sakes if they are preferred before us if they are more loved than we are if god has bestowed on them greater graces if he has put them first and put us last to rejoice in it all these are the marks of a heart that is living in the joy of the resurrection it lives out of itself and living out of itself by this unselfish joy it has a joy in itself which comes from the presence of jesus christ the overflow of his peace which passeth all sense the consciousness of that twofold relationship his relation to us our relation to him and our mutual and indissoluble love number three lastly there is one more mark of which i will speak and that is a spirit of praise a spirit of thanksgiving joy and praise we go on praying all our lifetime craving clamoring with sharp and discontented prayers because we have not what we desire and when we receive the gifts of god we like the lepers do not turn back to give him thanks the spirit of praise is not in us and yet there will be no prayer in heaven there will be no prayer in eternity there will be perpetual praise praise will be the work of the blessed praise will be our joy praise will be our sweetness forever if then in this life we do not praise god if praise is not now on our lips nor in our hearts if when we repeat the words of the psalter our hearts are earthly and dry are we training for the praise of the kingdom of god should we know how to sing the canticle of moses and of the lamb who have never learned it here remember what praise is praise consists in the love of god in wonder at the goodness of god in recognition of the gifts of god in seeing god in all things he gives us and even in the things that he refuses to us so as to see our whole life in the light of god and seeing this to bless him adore him and glorify him to say holy 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 in the words of the seraphim to say glory be to god in the highest in the words of the angels to say glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy ghost to say always and in all things thanks be to god learn this spirit of praise in all your daily life and now i have but one more word to add dear brethren 
for many long weeks we have been advancing to this day we have come up from the desert through the wilderness of sin we have dwelt on the horrors of mortal sin and on venial sin on sins of omission on temptation we have gone along the way of the cross and but the other day we rested on mount calvary gazing upon the five sacred wounds and upon the desolation of the son of god to-day we have gone up from the sepulchre to the throne of the kingdom of the resurrection and round about us we may see by faith those whom we shall hereafter see in vision the blessed mother of god sinless always the beloved disciple who was without spot mary magdalene stained through and through now white as snow there they stand the type of saints and penitents in the kingdom of god redeemed by the same lord and saviour washed in the same precious blood arrayed in light the penitent white as the sinless because sinless forever for all sins are done away these are they which have come out of great tribulations and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb we have come then in joy with penitence and with the saints to the kingdom of the resurrection but we shall have some years still of temptation and buffeting and sorrow and warfare and of the cross on earth these things must be storms upon the lake clouds upon the mountain they are our earthly lot what matter if we be children of the resurrection heaven is ours and heaven is near we know not how long or how soon our day may be before easter next we may be in the light of the kingdom or we may be in its outskirts expiating and waiting for the vision of god what matter then a little pain a little sorrow a little penance a few crosses if after a little while there be an inheritance of eternal joy end of chapter eight part two end of sin and its consequences by henry edward manning